BK and the D. And welcome to the second episode of BK and the D. I'm your host, Mr. D. And as always, we have on the line, BK. How are you doing today, BK? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How about you? One in the background, putting in a, a TV dinner or something or what? <laughs> no, I think that was a microwave. I don't know what that was. I think it was coffee being heated up in the microwave. I'm not too sure. I know. I'm, I'm at the office, right? So I can't control it. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay. So let's get right into it. Um, let's talk about what we discussed last episode. And that is your interest in taking over a team with HF Future Leagues. Now, that could be a team now, because I know, I believe we have one opening. Um, or you could wait and possibly take over the expansion team at the end of this year. Now, that's the question again. Are you interested in taking over a team with HF Future Leagues? Uh, not at this moment. No, I, I have no interest at all. Real life um, kind of dictates things. And this is this is fantasy hockey. And I, and I do have a little bit of uh, uh, risk involved with with my uh, with my job in, in fantasy hockey. So uh, I'll, I'll stay on as your assistant and be part of your advisory team. All right. All right. So there's your answer, folks. Uh, the waivers. OK, so there was a uh, 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 actually a lot of uh, waivers. Um, I don't know the exact number, probably the 75 range. Um, there was a few, uh, I sent you the list there. Um, you didn't see too excited about anyone in particular, but I, uh, I scrolled through, uh, all, all the players on there, uh, looking at their SIM stats as well as their NHL stats. And I did put in a few claims. Uh, the one that we did win uh, or claim was a player by the name of Phil Del Delgalepsi. Uh, BK, are you familiar with Phil Del Galepsi? Um, Yes, I am. Um, going back to the list, uh, there was a couple players I was interested in. Um, but you make it really difficult with, with just the North American players. So um, with, with the North American players only, there was, there was a couple still, but... Um, yes, I am familiar with, uh, with Phil, uh, he's always been a fringe NHL or bouncing back and forth from the AHL to the NHL. He, he is surprising me this year, four games, four points, uh, plus two, um, like the saying goes, it, uh, you're only as good as your line mates. So maybe he finally found the line, um, that he needs to be productive. Uh, will he maintain this? Uh, who knows? Uh, history would say that uh, he's doing far better than what he's ever done. Um, but will he maintain it, or is this just uh, an outlier? Who, who knows? We'll see. Time will tell. Now, out of respect, because uh, I knew I was going to put in a claim for him, because um, he was, like I think, one of my top three. Uh, my top three were uh, Teddy Blugar, for, I think, the place for the Pittsburgh Penguins, who's doing pretty well uh, this year in the NHL. Uh, also, I think in my top three was uh, Dreiger. He's the uh, backup goalie for the Florida Panthers, and he had a, he had a, first, he had a good first game. Uh, but I always liked him, even back, uh, you know, uh, 
I think it was five or six years ago when he, he joined the league. Um, but uh, uh, when it comes to Phil, I uh, reached out to the GM that owned him before uh, the, the waiver. And I said, look, uh, I want this guy. I'd rather not take a chance through waivers. Uh, I give you a seventh round pick for him instead of losing him for nothing. Um, and basically his response was, I'm going to take my chances. Now I get where he was going from because, you know, I, I, I look at it both ways. You know, one says, Hey, you're going to lose the guy, get something because you're going to get nothing. And a seventh round pick is a seventh round pick. And you know, yourself, uh, with, with, you know, with your job history and stuff, you know, you do find those gems in the seventh round. Right. Um, however, um, I get the other side of the story as well. He was looking at the fact that uh, if he gives away a player, um, then there's more chances that he's going to lose even more players off his team. Because once that player is gone, people's not going to put in a claim for that one player, obviously, because he's not being waived. Um, And then that means that he has a higher chance of losing more players. But the sad thing is, and, you know, I feel bad for the GM is I think he put uh, seven guys on waivers because he was over the 23-man roster and he ended up losing five of those seven. Now, that's a, that, that, that's a hit for any GM, especially, you know, if you like the guys, right? So, anyways, with that being said, uh, we have Phil Douglapsy. Now, he's not great in the sim. I'll let you know first off, DK would probably be just be riding him all year on the taxi squad. Uh, <laughs> I think there's a TV show with regards to that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, see that somewhere. Anyways, um, so, you know, he's not probably not going to be any part of our team this year, but if he keeps going the way he's going, uh, I believe he could be a solid uh, bottom six player uh, next season. And the old saying, you know, uh, buy low, sell high. Um, that being said, you know, you can't get any lower than free. So <laughs> free's good. <laughs> um, so let's talk about uh, our Maritime Destroyers. Now, uh, first game. We as wow. a doozy. <laughs> wow. We lost seven to three. Yeah, I'll, I won't be able to figure out this, uh, this, this the Sims at all. And of course, I don't see the actual uh, Sim itself either so i don't i don't really know how it's affected how the stats are working in it um i know i just know in real life that that wouldn't have happened um uh we we had some good takeaways from it um but for the most part wow i did not expect that sort of a slaughter on us um we spent most of the game from what i can see hemmed in in our own end uh, what do you think well the big part i believe okay is blake wheeler um he was injured i believe on the very first practice or before the season even started um but i was misinformed that he would be back before the season started that's what i was that's what i gathered from their commissioner saying hey this guy's not really injured because he's not on the list uh he is but just for exhibition games so i'm like okay no problem we'll have him back on the first game but come the first game he's still qualified as injured on the sim um and then i talked to bleener uh, bleener said look he's like two things could happen 
if you play him and he's injured, even if he's 90, 95%, it doesn't matter. He could be injured even worse. And on the other side, he might not be, he might play fine. Might be okay. And I'm like, do I want to take that chance? Blake is probably our best forward. Uh, and talking to a lot of the other GMs that have had him prior to us, he's been one of the best forwards in the HFL. So I didn't want to take the chance to lose him longer than we did. And I think that was a big part of it. Now, I did run. It's, it's only our first game, right? So exactly. it's, it's better to set him, lose that first game, uh, than have him out for most of the season. We need him. Yep. No, I agree with you. So, I mean, if I take their block shots <laughs> that we blocked and the shots against, um, we almost had 100 shots fired at us. So a 7-3 loss is definitely not bad <laughs> when you take almost, uh, you know, in, if you take that into account, 100 shots, you know. Uh, and and, and he, you told me as well that Flurry was only working at a, at a 40%. 40%, yeah. 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 On, so, uh, Sim there, it rates each player uh, of what type of percentage they played uh, in conjunction with their stats. And uh, he was rated a four out of 10. So, and and two, of those, two of those seven goals came off power play as well. Correct. Correct. Okay. I want to say um, our first rounder, second rounder, third rounder for this year, I would definitely put those on the block right now. Uh, for a top line center um, and a or a uh, top uh, puck moving defenseman, and I think that's saying a lot. I think that's saying a lot, you know. And plus a, you know, uh, maybe a guy like uh, Dehan, who's a very defensive uh, defenseman in the sim, uh, rated it fairly well. Um, I think it's like a hundred. 46 uh, ability rating, which uh, that's not going to make any sense to you, BK, but uh, it's fairly decent um, in the sim. Um, and uh, definitely put him on the block, like I said, as well as, as well as any other piece. I mean, I'm not attached to any piece except for, I know we had some discussions about our uh, rookie there, Alex Turcott. Uh, we both like him. Uh, I'm starting to grow attached to him. So more than likely he will be, one of the very few players that we will not move. Um, hey, got anything else to say about that devastating loss there, BK? No, I'm just flabbergasted. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little pissed too. <laughs> but I like hope, I said, it, I, I didn't get a lot of time to go ahead. My whole prediction of the way the season was going to start. Forget, forget <laughs> the last podcast. I didn't say nothing. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, I was a little bit more realistic with, like I said, I knew it was going to take some time to learn the sim, uh, but uh, we didn't have uh, a whole lot of time, or sorry, I didn't have a whole lot of time to, but, you know, the old the old, the old saying, excuses, excuses, right? We're just going to, yeah. but our next game is with against Bleener. Uh, I told you all about him and how much I like him. So uh, definitely, definitely we're going to have to consider some trades before that game. To, not with, uh, not with Cleaner though, because I see where he, where he's at. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to definitely uh, knock him down a peg in the next game, but uh, <laughs> we'll see how the how the trades go. At least we'll get Bla uh, Blake back. Um, well, uh, with that being said, uh, let's take a short break, uh, BK, and uh, we'll be back right after these messages. 
Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Silent Killer Gas Passer. Mr. Silent Killer Gas Passer. Last night you had the enchilada combo platter. This morning, the three cheese omelet with broccoli. This afternoon, you're a ticking time bomb. Because of you, a simple elevator ride is suddenly a 42-floor plummet into the very bowels of hell. You take my breath away. Who did it? Who cares? Sweet mercy, please just someone light a match. Sweet, sweet mercy. So crack open an ice-cold Bud Light, oh ninja of the nasty. And while you're at it, crack open a window. Mr. Silent Kid Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. And we're back. So, let's talk about the drama online. All right. So, first thing I want to talk about is Glory Holes. Glory Holes uh, waved a bunch of players. And I sent you a screenshot there, BK. Um, I know you went online and checked it out. And two of his waiver players were as he said, waiver exempt, were actually waiver eligible. And the commissioner was the one that actually caught him. Now, what do you think about that tactic, BK? Oh, well, that's pretty down. That's pretty low. Um, why do you have to resort to that sort of tactics? It, it's a game. Exactly. You know, uh, you know and, and, you know, even, even the commissioner said, look, he's like, take... 30 seconds of your life and just look up your own players and you know, glory holes, you know, he knew what he was doing. I mean, he's been in the sim a long time. He knew what he was doing when he did that. That's all I'm going to say about that. But what I do want to say is our commissioner was absolutely right. You know, the GMs, they need to take a few minutes to help this guy out. I mean, he does all the sims for us. He compiles all the, you know, cap sheets. I know some other GMs help him out. So, you know, that's excellent. But the guy puts in a lot of effort to keep this uh, sim going. A lot of time, right? And for GM, especially a GM that's been in the league for so long, not to take just a few seconds and actually do... A proper job, you know. Due uh, diligence. You know, it's 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 sad, really. It's sad. But you know what? Like I told you before, this is something that I've become accustomed to with Lori Holes. I mean, it is what it is. He does what he does. You know. Uh, you know, I like the guy, <clears throat> but you know, <laughs> you know, he he can you know do things improperly sometimes. You know, he he he, he rides the line. And uh, I don't know if it's a uh, it's a good thing, right? But yeah. uh, I want to talk about the the other drama too on uh, Discord. I sent you a screenshot there, where uh, I guess uh, something with regards to the sim and Jeff. Uh, Jeff started uh, whining again, <coughs> where his team was upset, and the commissioner said something along the lines where. I can just see a stampede of your fans trying to stab you or something like that, along those lines. And Jeff was like, oh, I can't believe that you said that I was, you wanted me dead. And 
The commissioner's like, I didn't say nothing about dead, but he did say, the commissioner said, went on to say, the only people that I hope that die or something along those lines is BK, because he's not real. Now, what do you think about that, BK? Well, that's got me a little worried. I'm I'm looking for red dots on my forehead. I'm looking out the window. Like, is it safe <laughs> for me to go to my car? I, I don't know. I no, don't know. No, this brings up memories, man. This brings up old memories. See, as soon as I start getting a little good, then the death starts threats start coming out. I mean, this is this <laughs> old school. This happened before. It this is like deja vu, man. This this is how it starts, right? You know, they come at me from every angle because they know how great I am. They know I'm the man. They know they're about to lose. Maybe not this year, but probably the next year and several seasons after that. So, you know, oh, this is and, and the dynasty. The dynasty we're gonna have. I mean <laughs> <laughs> Between the two of us, you and your knowledge of, of, of the of the fantasy hockey, me with my background. Oh, yeah, we're gonna destroy this. We're gonna destroy them. They have no that's why I called the team destroyers. People think it's regards to a battleship. No, it's because we are going to destroy the teams in HFL. That's what's gonna happen. Like I said, yep. that's why I named the team that way. It's a double meaning, it's out. You've been all put on notification. There it is. Anyways, you're served. So, <laughs> oh, wrapping it up, BK. Um, uh, the only thing I got to say uh, to end uh, this uh, episode two is I'm just surprised that the other uh, podcast guys didn't uh, respond in, in, in tune with uh, with our first podcast because uh, we said uh, a few things. Let's set the record straight. What do you think about that? Um, well, I don't have three hours to listen to it anyway, so <laughs> that's all I got to say. <laughs> like I said, I know I, uh, I when I have some time there, I listen to it, and I uh, send you a few screenshots with the times, and you last time you ta- told me, you said uh, you had about six minutes when you were taking a dump, so it was a better time than any to listen to uh, uh, those two guys ramble. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, with that being said, BK, uh, do you got anything else to say before we end this episode? No, I'm uh, I'm I'm good. Uh, thanks for having me back on. Uh, I enjoy these. Um, keep it real. All right, so there you have it, folks. Uh, appreciate you listening, and uh, hopefully, uh, next episode we'll have some uh, more detailed information as we learn about the teams and uh, different trades and whatnot. Maybe we'll uh, expand our uh, conversation to include uh, one or two other teams next time. I uh, just want to say thanks again and uh, have a great day, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. BK and the D. Uh-huh. <laughs>